Hello! Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've told my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Tonight's story concludes the second saga of Ia and Dak. Will Dak and Curry find a way to make their unlikely love work? A human and a mermaid? Surely they're too different. Well, you'll just have to listen and find out. When they got up the next morning, over breakfast, Shan told Dak that he had an idea. He said, there is a king of the ocean who rules the oceans, and he has powerful magical powers. He said, perhaps he has a solution. Perhaps he could turn you into a merman, or he could give curry legs. And Dak said, well... We could certainly see whether Curry thinks it would be worthwhile to go ask him. So after they'd all had breakfast, they went up to the rail of the ship, and Ia spoke again to Curry in the dolphin language and told her about the idea. And Curry replied that she thought that that was a good idea, that that she would lead the boat to where um, the king of the sea's palace was, the king of the ocean. So, did she decide to get legs or? We'll have to see. Turn him into prince. We'll have to see. I don't want to be. I don't want that to be a prince. Then he would get out of the stories. Then it would just they, be in Shane's stories. They uh, sailed, and Doc explained to Captain Goldring. He said, "Oh, I lad." I'll take you wherever you and the Queen wish to go, of course. But I should warn you that we must stop for provisions in about five days. We have to get fresh water and food, or we'll run out. All right, said Duck. He said, well, it's only supposed to be two days sailing to this king's throne. And as close as I figure it, it's only a day from the mainland, a day's sail from the mainland. So we should be able to get you in for supplies without a problem. Oh, of course. So they sailed, and while they sailed, Dak began working very hard with the help of Ia and Shan to learn to speak Mermaidian. Ia would ask Curry what Mermaidian, it's the language of mermaids and mermen. Ia would ask Curry to say something in mermaid like fish. And Curry would say it in the mermaid's musical tongue. And then Dak would try saying it. And usually Curry would end up giggling a little because he didn't say it very well. It would sound sort of right. He would get the notes right, but he wouldn't hold them for the right amount of time. And he might not sing them always in the right order, but he would practice well, a word how did she until, say it? until Curry... How did she say it? How did she say what? Fish. Fish is... Ah-ha-ha, and ha-ha-ha, and Dak practiced each word until by the end of the second day, he could begin to understand just a little bit of what Curry had to say. What was she saying? Well, no, I mean, they would just talk about things, and he was trying to learn how, you know how you learn how to speak Spanish? Yeah. And you know just a few words of Spanish? 
At the end of the two days, Dak and Curry could talk a little bit. He could point and be able to say fish and mermaid. And she was learning how to speak just a little tiny bit of English. Not much she knew how to say. Even when she spoke English, she sort of said it in sort of a little bit of a singing voice, like when she would say ship. She wouldn't just say ship, she would say ship. But it was sort of interesting to hear her talk, because she sort of almost sung everything she said. At the end of the second day, Curry stopped in the water, and when the ship stopped, she pointed down into the water and said, King and they knew that they must be at the right place. So Dak, who had been swimming every day with Curry to try to get stronger, become a better swimmer, got undressed except for just his swimming shorts. And he jumped in the water and he held Curry's hand so that he could breathe underwater. And together they swam down. They saw a giant white palace made from shell. And only shell? Just shells, yeah. Huge. No windows? No windows. Nope. It was just... Oh, but it did have... I mean, it sort of had windows, but they weren't made out of glass. They were just... They were just holes in the shell. Thickish water. Oh, they were just holes in the shell, so people could... You know, you could swim right out the window. So they were sort of windows. They were sort of... Swim right out a window. Yep. They were, so they were as much doors as, so they were, as they were windows, really. And they came in, and they came to some guards at the front of the palace, and... Curry sang to them, and they sang back at her, and Dak could understand almost none of their conversation. He caught the word for king, which is ah, in mermaid, and and then after a few minutes, Curry motioned for him, and together they swam into a big throne room, and there on the throne, which was also made out of shells and pearls, was the creature that must be the king of the oceans. The bottom half of him sort of looked like an octopus. There were big tentacles, except at the end of half the tentacles, instead of a tip that you could grasp things with, there was a fin. And the other half of the tentacles split into little, several little smaller tentacles so that he could grasp things almost like a hand. And the upper half of him looked like a person, except that he was completely covered in fish scales of all different colors. So that it looked really beautiful. So many, many different colors. And he had little fins where his ears I'll or your hairs it. or my ears might be. And he didn't have any hair. Not nope, a no hair. twig of it. No hair at all. Just a twig? Just a smooth sort of bald head with fishy scales on it. But his face, his face looked kind, though. And so Dak did not feel very worried. And he, as they approached, he sang to Curry. And then Curry sang back to him. And then he turned, and much to Dak's surprise, he spoke to Dak in English. He said, Welcome to my palace, Prince of the Overworld. He said, Curry has been telling me what you are here for and what you seek. And Dak said, yes, we would like a solution to our problem. And he explained to him about how he and Curry were in love, but how he couldn't keep up with her in the water and he couldn't understand what she said. And how, you know, she couldn't come on land except in sort of a wheelchair kind of thing. 
And the king of the ocean said, well, he said, I do have the power to make you into a merman, and I also have the power to give curry legs. Now which will it be? Which of you will give up your current life and leave all your friends behind so that you may join the other? And Dax thought about it, and he hadn't thought about that before. He hadn't thought about the fact that one of them was going to have to leave behind everything that they knew in order to join the other one. And he thought, you know, I just don't know if I can ask Curry to do that. You know, she's lived her whole life in the ocean. I don't think I can ask her to give that up for me. He said, so I must be the one to give it up for her because I'm willing to do it. I, I, I would hate to not see Ia and Shan again or go sailing or ride a horse, but but I think he is right, I have to do this. And so he told the king of the ocean, he said, it will be me, I'll become a merman. And then the king of the ocean sang to Curry, and Curry sang back to him, and he sang back to her. And then the king of the ocean said, she says that she could not ask you to leave your life of everything you love behind in order to be with her. She says that she will give up her tail and have legs and leave the ocean behind. Dax said, no. He said, isn't there another solution? The king of the ocean shrugged. He said, what do you propose? I have great powers, but one of you will have to choose. So Dak and Curry looked at each other. And Dak said, here's what I choose. This is what I request. I request that you give us the ability to speak to one another. And I will, on the shore of my kingdom, I will build a house that is half in water and half on land. And we will live in the house together. And sometimes Curry will not give up her tail. And sometimes we will use a, a chair with wheels to push her around in the house on land and to visit my friends in the land. And sometimes... I will go with her in the water, and she will have to help me in my slow swimming, and we will go and visit her friends. That way, neither one of us will have to give up the lives that we love and the friends that we love in order to be together. We will have to make it work. But in order to make it work, we're going to have to be able to talk to one another. The Ocean King nodded, and he said, And you have passed my test. Prince Dak. He said, because you have chosen wisely, and because you realize that love is not just about magic, but about commitment to make a relationship work, you have passed my test, and I will grant both your wishes. You will indeed build your house that is part of both the land and the sea, and you will indeed be able to understand one another's speech. But because you have passed my test and shown that you truly love each other. Whenever you enter the water now, Dak, you will find that you have the tail of a merman. And whenever Curry comes out of the water, she will have legs. As soon as she goes back in the water, her tail will be back. And as soon as you go back out on land, your legs will be back. And this way, you can truly live together in both worlds. And Dak felt a strange sort of 
tingling sensation, and he looked down, and his legs were gone. And instead, he had a strong, beautiful blue tail. And he turned to Curry, and he said, Did you understand that? And she said, Yes. And they could understand each other's speech. And then they thanked the king of the oceans, and they swam up to the ship, and they grasped the ladder of the ship, and as they climbed out, they both had legs. And then the ship set sail for Ia's kingdom, and every night, Dak and Curry would climb aboard the ship, and they would spend the night on the ship singing songs, and hearing stories, and having dinner, and going to sleep at night. And then in the morning, they would, after breakfast, they would jump into the ocean and swim off around the ship together as mermaid and merman. And what does merman mean? It's just it's a, boy it's a bur- boy mermaid. And the ship's captain, Captain Goldring, on the first night that they climbed out, he married them. He said that they were husband and wife. He did a little ceremony right there on the ship. And when they got back to the kingdom, they set to work immediately building their house on the sea, a house that was half underwater and half... I don't get it. How can they do that? Above water. Well, they built it on a cliff, sort of some rocks right on the edge of the ocean, and half of the house went down into the water and was underwater, and half of it was above the water. When they had finished, they had to come up with a name for the house. Name? Yes. Okay, that's weird. Because it was a house like no other, so they thought that it needed a name. Ooh, I have an idea. Go ahead. The Sea Cruiser. Well, they named it something very close to that. They named it Sea Reach. Do you like that? Yeah. They named it Sea Reach. And but they still like my idea better. That's fair. And they lived there happily, sometimes on land and sometimes under the water. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Thank you.